Hi, and welcome to this podcast with Jonna Kianda and me, Kay Lagergrantz. In this episode, we meet with Astrid from Inside Scandinavian Business to hear more about her thoughts on business, tech, and the way we report on technology today. Okay, so let's get to it. Why did you start? I started uh, Inside Scandinavian Business, which launched on the 20th of September in 17. I started it uh, because I thought that there are so many amazing businesses and startups who seem to be doing things differently than what you often see startups and, and greater businesses do in, in the US and other places in the world. I think people here are really good at having their heart in their business as well. And I just wanted to be part of helping uh, some of all these businesses get heard on a on a more uh, world global level, mm. and also for for people to be inspired within Scandinavia. So I myself, I I am uh, Danish, and I currently live in in Malmo in Sweden, and I see so many different things like things are being done differently. The banks are quite different towards entrepreneurship here in Sweden than what they are in, in Denmark and there's just loads of things that are being done differently within different areas of, of business within startups and uh, I think it's uh, good if people can be more informed and be more inspired to each other as well as um, like general information about technology so I myself have a have a background within programming and uh, also business and I just thought for me, it was so interesting having had opened these doors uh, of technology and uh, understanding. Once you understand technology on a deeper level, you understand the processes behind it. You understand uh, what actually happens to your data when people, when you click OK to cookies, when you uh, download apps on your on your phone. Like there's so many things that the ordinary person, I think, does not understand. And I would like to help and inform ordinary people. So, I mean, you mentioned that there was a difference between uh, Copenhagen and, and Malmo, for example, or Sweden and Denmark uh, with to do with the banks. Would you mind going a bit more into that? Like, is it easier here or what's I, the difference that you felt? Not that I'm an expert within this field, but the difference that I've seen is that... Uh, but the bank system in Denmark is a very, it's still very, very old school. As in, I think actually the American bank system is, bank system is quite old school as well. Yeah. But, but for sure, Danish bank system is quite old school. And, um, and um, I've only lived in Sweden for, for a year. But I remember this summer, a big a Swedish bank called Swedbank had a, had a competition and they did along with that competition they did a, a TV commercial where they were sort of praising the entrepreneur and how the entrepreneur helped shape society, help innovate and develop society and give so much back, which I absolutely agree with. And I think people also in Denmark and Norway and other places also agree with that. Yeah. But it's just not part of uh, the Danish culture as much, and the Danish bank culture probably. It's not just. It's more. It it has not happened yet that uh, that they have done uh, similar things. But I, I, for me, it was really inspiring to see that the banks actually wanted uh, to help play a role in the innovation and 
entrepreneurship uh, part of society with the competition and also sometimes I find the competitions in uh, in Sweden are easier to uh, get into that not as many criteria as you'll find that there is in, in the Danish ones so there are many many more criteria and mm-hmm. when you talk about competitions competitions you mean uh, like startup competitions competitions uh, so that you may get a, a bit of money so that like was what you can win Yeah, awards right. you can win, uh, amounts of money that you can win along with guidance, and then you just get free guidance and and uh, a pile of cash. <laughs> and that's just nice. easier. That's just easier to get here. I'm not saying it's completely easy. Obviously, yeah. there's loads of people applying, loads of people doing a great job, but but the the amount of questions, the amounts of uh, pre-made statistical work you have to do beforehand are way way less here as far as I've seen yeah. than uh, than in some some of the type of competitions that we'll you'll have in Denmark yeah. they're longer and they will they have quite more demands for you and I also think that's part of why Sweden is doing so well right uh, with the startup environments Denmark is doing very well as well <clears throat> there are loads of great things happening and I know that in Norway there's loads of great things happening as well but um, I read one of the articles on the Inside Scandinavian Businesses website that in Norway there were a lot of uh, startups that weren't actually making it past the sort of very early startup phase with the input of a company like Inside Scandinavian Business is part of the aim maybe to raise awareness and raise interest in these startup businesses yeah like that. absolutely so what's happening is that that being your own startup first of all has become like uh, hyped i think yeah, a bit so everyone wants wants to be their own startup yeah. and and also what's mm. happening within the startup world is that it's not everyone who actually knows what they're doing which is fine because sometimes you just need to get started and get going But that also means that it will have consequences later on. It is actually hard making it. And there are loads of companies who die after after just one year, two years down the line. It's really, really hard because you do have competition uh, within your field. But you also have to remember, like, loads of these new startups are in one way or another IT-based or technology-based. And once you are within that field, you can't just say, well... I well, I'm a gaming consultancy agency from Oslo, so I only want to have my competition in Oslo. You can't say that. If you are such a business within this field, or within any IT field, you'll automatically be in competition with the rest of the world. And it's just, that's part of the reason why I want to do this too, because I, I do want to help. And I think that if we help each other, the world would see all the great companies that are actually doing a yeah impacting the world on a global scale as well and uh, people have to remember that competition yeah so if you are in the game industry you will be in competition with the uh, game companies from china from japan from silicon valley like all over the place yeah it's just uh, that's just how it is now the world are is more global and uh, mm. So the challenge, therefore, is the challenge to exist and uh, to to not die as a startup is is tougher. I think. Yeah. It's it's definitely tougher and harder. Yeah. 
So we've talked a bit about startups in Scandinavia, but as you just mentioned, we're really looking at worldwide as well. How do you choose what you publish? So that's a very interesting question, because you could choose so, so many things, um, and there are so many amazing things happening. We try to pick things that are one way or another as, uh, related to uh, Scandinavian countries or, in general, Nordic countries. We also, besides that, we want to give people uh, more general knowledge. So there's loads of things happening within the e-currencies and uh, it, it doesn't have, always have to have a, a strictly angle to Scandinavia. There are loads of people in Scandinavia who are very curious about these areas as well and we want to provide them with the information that they, they need. We want to help people not just get the news bits, which is more quick and fast. We want to give people a bit more deeper news and we want to help them understand the surrounding areas. So why, why has Bitcoin gone up and down all of a sudden? Should we be scared? Shouldn't we be scared? Should, should people just invest in other, other e-currencies? Or shouldn't you invest at all? Is it just a massive bubble? There are loads of uh, exciting questions to be asked. And, uh, and we want to help people understand things from different angles on a deeper level. Uh, so that they they can use this information to either invest themselves or just be informed about how the world is evolving within uh, different uh, areas within technology because it is all affecting us. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. I'm, I'm not used to <clears throat> getting the compliments. I'm more oh. used to being the person who's fascinated yeah. about something else. <laughs> yeah. So, Astrid, where's the future of technology taking us? Well, the future of technologies, it's very, it's on such a, it's, it's developing so rapidly and it's absolutely fascinating to see how, how it's changing our world. But when our world is changing so quickly uh, with technology, uh, I think it's quite important also to question things. Just because you can do something doesn't always mean that you have to do something. So... I think, it's, I think there's loads of very, very interesting things happening. Last year, at the end of last year, there was a business called uh, Hanson Robotics who made uh, Sophia the robot, uh, who has a face that looks really human-like, uh, body is more robot-ish, body uh, robot-looking, and then she has uh, a brain with AI. But the brain still has a bit to go. Anyways... There are being uh, developments made that are closer to uh, to what some people have seen in science fiction back in the 80s, and it's really cool to see that to see some of these things come to life. But then again, just because you can, should you? Um, and do we have any limits, or should we just allow any form of technology development to to occur and to be part of our world, or do we? as humankind, want to sit down some standards as to what we want our world to look like? Uh, I think these are very important questions and, and we at Inside Scandinavian Business want to help question these things. We don't, we don't ever want to judge people. It's not that. I just think it's very important with, this, with all these things happening that people make informed decisions. And I don't just mean people within the technology world people working with it. I also I also think it's very important for the, the common people 
ordinary people who are actually using the technology to say, you know what, we really like this, or you know what, we don't ever want this to be part of our world. We don't ever want robots to to work in nursing homes because we think it's degrading, or we, or the opposite, we actually think it's less degrading because uh, it's just more helpful, and then you might be able to control the robot yourself. But there, there are many things happening that uh, are quite interesting to see in the world. <laughs> that you want to shine a light on. That, that Yes, that we want to, to help shine a light on and uh, the development in general, but also also where whether it's clever or not so clever to actually go through with some of the technology things that you can. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Well, thank you. It was my pleasure. You guys are really cool. <laughs> if you want to know more, go visit www.insidescandinavianbusiness.com. You can also connect with Inside Scandinavian Business on Facebook and Instagram.